Hello there. Welcome to today's Coffee Talk from Planet Fair. As we do every Friday, we talk about eight minutes about how to get faster to Planet Fair. And my name is Henrike von Platen, and I'm talking with... Margret Bjerndotter. And today we are both coming from travels and sort of going to travels again. I've actually been in France for the past... I don't know exactly a few days, and I'm in Spain now. And I know that you, Margaret, were in Paris, but you are in the U.S. now. Yeah. Can we talk a little bit about France? Yeah. No. Yeah. I was at the OECD panel discussion on fair pay in Paris, which was pretty awesome. Um, and then I came back here, so now I'm at my in my office actually, <laughs> in the U.S. I haven't been so here for a year and a half, so that's a bit crazy. But you do think it's still your office. It feels like your office again. Yeah, all my stuff is here, plus a couple of masks <laughs> floating around. But otherwise, just all the same. Yeah. Super cool, super cool. Um, I'd like to know a bit about Paris and what you thought about the legislation. But I also wanted to tell you what, what I found quite weird. I know that for so many years, every time in Germany, we were talking about other countries and what's so different. France was always, apart from the, the northern countries, of course, France was again one where we were always like saying, oh, they have these great crush or what they are called for children. And that was sort of a discussion point. But when I was there now, I found out, or at least what I heard, I was like passing through and stayed two days in a like a small place, 5,000 inhabitants. We went to a cinema for four euros entrance and they were like saying, it is so cheap. Everything that has to do with the social life, everything you do with kids is mostly free. So they they do a lot in that direction. But on the other hand, and you see women working a lot as well, but still they didn't seem like the saying, oh yeah, we've solved equality. And I know you know more about the legislation behind it. What is your experience on France? Yeah, I mean, they have super interesting legislation. So when you think about the legislation across the world, they're like these things that come up again and again and again, and we see them, you know, kind of repeated one country or one state after another. Um, France is kind of orthogonal, not orthogonal, but, you know, does things their own way. So it's super interesting. So when they measure pay equity, they don't just measure pay gaps. Rather, they have a pay equity scale, which is 100 points. Um and then to score points on this scale, I believe like they look at five or six things, you know, part of it and a big part of it is actually pay equity. But then one of them is actually, you know, the fraction of females in the top paid uh, positions. So no, not the definition is not like the executive level, no, of the top paid. Uh, which is, you know, a nuance that is important, right? Because, you know, if you're sitting in the C-suite but not getting paid accordingly, you know, what does that count for? Um, and another thing that really sets the French legislation apart is that one of the criteria is out of everybody who went on maternity or paternity leave and returned to the organization, what fraction got a pay raise within the 12 months? So the thought is that if you return to the organization, you know, there might have been some pay increases going on while you were away, but they want to make sure that you actually catch up. And this mm. is really unique to the French legislation. I haven't, at least I'm not aware of this being anywhere else even measured. No, not thinking of a fraction. I was just thinking of a couple of companies that I know that in, in Germany, they are starting to like say when you... Um, 
when you take this maternity leave and you come back after one, two or three years, depending as the Germans often take it for quite long, then you get the amounts that others were sort of leveled up in that time as well. Like if there was a genuine um, 2% increase for everybody for a reason, then you get that too when you come back, you enter again at a higher level, but it's not about fractions or anything. And it's definitely not part of a legislation. It's sort of more like when a company does it, everybody says, oh, that's a good company. How great, how nice. But it's, um, they get the, like the, the nice part about it and not the, not the, it's not a general move. So that's, that's, that's really good. That gives a bit more hope, but still the gap is big. And um, yeah, what else did you experience last week? I mean, this was like, a, <laughs> I've been traveling all the time. You've been talking to Katinka last week, I remember. So <laughs> yeah, what's coming next? No, I mean, I think, I mean, yeah, too bad the, the panel wasn't um, recorded because it was actually one of the most fun <laughs> equal pay events I've actually been to. Because sometimes they are quite dry, but we had really interesting conversations. And to your point, um, one of the panelists was really talking about social constructs and how those affect um, you know, fair pay in a broad sense. Um, and a couple of things that kind of stand out. So one is, uh, or one theme that emerged is the lack of women in tech and AI in particular, and you know the uh, downstream consequences of that that we might not have realized yet. Um, so kind of thinking back to our earlier coffee talk that we had on Italy and where they are really focusing on you know increasing the fraction of women in tech, um, this kind of echoes that a little bit. And then our last conversation, uh, you know, when the panel was almost up, was actually around Japan and the social constructs there and, you know, kind of how that hinders, you know, pay gaps and, you know, participation in the economy, etc. So, you know, it was just a very in insightful and interesting conversation. I really like those, uh, this idea of the social constructs and how different countries are, like, like just experience in France and when you talk to the people, in the country, they even tell it to you different than the way that you experience it when, when you just hear of it through some news or anything. And now you talk about Japan. I mean, I have friends in Japan. I think I have to call them up and find out more about that. It's, uh, I like the idea of really checking more in the countries with, with the people that live there. Because yeah. it, sometimes it sort of sounds better from the outside or it sounds worse depends than when you actually uh, find out how they live with it like with France I had no idea that it worked in that way um, until I actually saw it <laughs> so <laughs> yeah no, that's interesting what's coming up next week I mean I'm going on traveling I'm seeing that my coffee cup is getting nearly empty yeah I'm actually going to Phoenix I'm running yeah ah, I'm yeah exactly you're going to World of Work world yep 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 Yep. Yeah, our big, our big uh, joint venture. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I will be representing. Super cool. Yeah. I think we will be talking about that in the next, next or depending how we make it next week or something, we'll probably talk about this one. So yeah, yeah there will probably tuned. be a lot of interesting conversations going on there. So I look forward yeah. to reporting oh. back. <laughs> you hold the fair pay flag up high. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you so much for this uh, this um, French coffee. In a way, I would yep. say it's like the French, like the café au lait morning. And <laughs> <laughs> see you next week. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs>
Bye. Bye, Margaret.